Hello, and welcome to the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the show about starting, growing, and marketing your purpose-led business. No magic wands, no false promises, just simple, straightforward, and honest advice based on decades of experience. I'm your host, Sarah Price, and you are ready to actually make a difference. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Actually Making a Difference podcast, the one-stop shop you need to help you to get your impact business up, running and growing. And in this week's episode, I want to talk about opinions, advice and expertise. If you're a member of the Actually Making a Difference Facebook group, you may have heard me talking about this in our regular Monday morning start the week right slot. But just in case for some crazy reason you're not a member of the group yet or you somehow missed it, I wanted to share it again here. Because I've had several conversations over the years with clients who've experienced real issues because of opinions and advice. Here's the thing. All of us are surrounded, hopefully by well-meaning friends and family, people who, who want the best for us. They want us to succeed. They want us to be safe. They want us to, you know, survive, not only in general, but in terms of a coming recession and in a time of, well, what feels like chaos. And so we're surrounded by people who love us and who want us to do well. And we're also surrounded by people at the moment who can be quite anxious and fearful about the direction that the world is going in economically, politically, or from a security perspective. So those people around us, anxious for us to be safe, are also potentially struggling with fear. They want us to be secure. They want us to be stable. They want us to succeed. And they're worried about chaos. And I imagine that many of you, like me, are being offered opinions, opinions by friends and family coming from that loving, nurturing place of wanting us to be secure and stable, giving us advice about our businesses, about our careers, about our jobs, about what's right and what isn't right and what we should focus on and what we shouldn't focus on and how much time we should be giving to our business and the importance of stability and so on and so on. And I get it. I had a client fairly on when I first started, actually, who was very excited about the business that she was about to start. She put a huge amount of time and effort into thinking about it and working it through and developing her ideas and her model. And she was working her way through her foundations, making sure that everything was stable and in place, really kind of setting herself up for the best possible start. And she was so excited about it. I mean, genuinely really excited, really looking forward to the start of this business. And then I didn't see her for a couple of weeks. And when I did, all of a sudden she was really shaky. She was maybe 10 days away from launching her business and she was shaky and uncertain and doubting herself, questioning all of her decisions, wondering whether or not she should do this at all. Now, that's not necessarily all that unusual. Lots of us get the fear when we're on the verge of launching a new venture. But when I asked her about it, about what had happened between excitement and joy and I can't wait to get started to scared and anxious and questioning whether she'd made the right decision after months of work and months of thinking about it, the difference was really simple. She had spoken to a member of her family, someone she loves, someone she cares about, someone who loves and cares about her, and they had given her their opinion. 
and their opinion coming from a place of truly loving and wanting security and stability and safety for her was somewhat counterproductive. It made her question herself. It undermined her confidence. It made her think, oh my God, am I really doing the right thing? And I imagine many of you will have been in a similar position at some point, right? When someone you care about seems to be questioning your decisions in your business or whether you're doing the right thing to start a business at all, wouldn't it be safer to stay in that job? You know, is now really the right time to start a business? I don't understand how your offer works. I don't get what that product is. I don't understand what this all means. I don't think anyone's going to pay for it. No one's going to want to know about it and so on and so on. And so I'm sitting there with this client of mine who just a few short weeks previously had been beside herself with joy and excitement about starting her business. And all of a sudden she's saying, I don't think I can do it. I don't know if this is the right thing for me to do. And it led to a really interesting conversation about the nature of opinions, advice, expertise. Because everybody's entitled to their opinion, right? Everybody. The man on the Clapham omnibus, the bloke that you sit next to in Starbucks, your mates down the pub, your former colleagues, your clients, your parents, your siblings, your spouse, your partner, they're all entitled to their opinion. And if you ask them for it, they're also entitled to express that opinion. They're going to be started on the unwanted and unasked for opinions. But if you actually ask them, what do you think? Then you need to be prepared for them to tell you what they think. And they're entitled to express that opinion. Now, we always hope that people are going to do that with consideration and with care for the potential impact of that opinion. But quite often people don't. And so my first tip when it comes to asking people for their advice or their opinion is, well, be careful that you ask someone who is capable of expressing their opinion with care, compassion and consideration for the impact that opinion will have on you. If in your experience, having listened to that person express their opinion in the past, they're not capable of doing that, or they're sometimes just incapable of really thinking through the consequences and the impact of their words, then my suggestion is simple. Don't ask them. And if someone begins to offer you their unsolicited opinion on your work or your business, perhaps even someone who struggles to do so constructively, shall we say, then set a boundary. Interrupt them if you have to and say, I totally understand that you're coming from a place of caring for me, but I don't actually want to discuss this right now. Or if that feels a little too harsh, maybe this just isn't really a productive discussion for me to have at this point. Or find your own form of words. The point, the important thing is that you need to shut it down. Now, just as an aside, you also need to think about yourself and the state of mind that you're in at the point where you ask for an opinion, because we all have a tendency to ask for opinions when we're feeling insecure and we're looking for reassurance. But be careful who you turn to in those moments, right? This isn't about deliberately only ever seeking out opinion from people who will agree with you. That's not what I'm saying. But make sure that the people you're asking for an opinion from understand what it is that you need and are capable of that care and that consideration about their, how they phrase and word their opinion. 
So that's the first piece, okay? If you're talking to somebody and you ask for their opinion, bear in mind that you need to be asking someone who is going to take care and think carefully about the impact that their opinion and the way that they express it, well, how that's going to affect you. If they're not capable of that, don't ask them. And if someone, particularly somebody who's not capable of that, starts offering their opinion, shut it down because it will have a detrimental impact on your confidence, on your commitment to and your ability to maintain your momentum and your excitement about your business. Next, when you share your excitement, your joy about your business or about a new product that you're developing, or you talk to someone about your pricing and you ask them for their opinion, bear in mind, as I said, everybody has an opinion. But not every opinion is born equal. There is a hierarchy of opinion out there. First, there's what I think of as the my mate down the pub opinion. So you're at the pub, you're with your friends and you say, oh, I'm going to be launching this new product next week. And it's this, this and this. And it's going to cost, I don't know, 60 million quid for people to buy it and blah, 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 and so on and so forth. And all your friends in the pub go, whoa, that is a terrible idea. You absolutely must not do that. Here's what I want you to ask yourself. Do any of these people have directly relevant experience? Have they ever run a business? Have they done so successfully? If they're all employed and have only ever been employed and they've never run an entrepreneurial business or been a business owner, then thank them for their opinion, buy them a drink and move on. Because with all the love in the world, they don't actually know what it's like to run a business. They have no direct experience of it, right? So theirs is an opinion. It's not an informed opinion. It's just an opinion. Now, if they have run a business or they're entrepreneurs, okay, they're the next rung up the ladder. Great. But have they ever run a business like yours? Let me give you an example. My dad, who I love and adore and think is fabulous. Hi, dad, if you're listening. I frequently ask his opinion about all sorts of things. And he has been a business owner. In fact, he's a natural entrepreneur but he's never run a business like mine. He ran hotels, he ran a boat building business, but he's never run a business like mine. He's got a huge wealth of business acumen, but if I was to talk to him about my product offering, he would have no idea what I was talking about. And he might have an opinion, but sorry, dad, it wouldn't be a particularly informed opinion. So no business experience at all, first rung on the hierarchy of opinion. Run a business, but not like yours. Second rung, top rung, someone who has run a business like yours and done so successfully. This is someone with informed opinion to offer. That's advice you can follow. That is expertise. That is truly worth listening to. There is one other category of opinion that is worthy of listening to, and it may come from someone who has not run a business or they've not run a business like the one that you're running, but they are your ideal client. Now, that is also a useful perspective to get, right? So everybody has an opinion, but not everybody's opinion is useful or equal, right? 
Not everybody's opinion, despite the fact that they have the right to express it, not everybody's opinion is equal. So be careful who you ask, be careful about your emotional state at the time that you ask, and shut down unasked for opinions. But there's another aspect to the whole opinion, advice, and expertise issue that I also want to explore today. What to do when you have multiple and often contradictory sources of advice or expertise. I have another client who works with multiple experts and also a coach. They work with me because they want expert advice and support on business strategy and marketing. And based on 26 years of experience in communications, campaigning, PR, marketing, and 15 years as an entrepreneur, I give them my advice. Then they go and chat with their coach. And that person who is, I am sure, a brilliant life coach offers them advice about marketing. And so then my client comes back to me and they're confused because the advice they've had from their coach is different from the advice that they've got from me. So then we have a conversation and we get her back to clarity. And she's like, right, that's great. I'm clear. I'm confident. I know the way forward. I know what I'm going to focus on. I know exactly what I need to do next. And then she goes and asks somebody else and then comes back to me and is confused again because guess what? More conflicting advice. Now, I'm sure many of you have been in that situation and I'm sure you know or you can imagine how difficult that is for my client to be getting conflicting advice from two or more different people who are both invested in her and her business and her success, working for her and with her to ensure that she is moving forward. In the end, I have tackled this head on with my client and given her the advice I'm sharing with you now. When you have two or more experts in your life who are involved in your development or involved in your business and to whom you go for advice and opinion, it is, tough love time, your responsibility to set boundaries around that and to ensure that the people you're going to, that you are asking for advice and opinion, operate from a place of expertise. So if you come to me and you ask for my advice about business strategy, about entrepreneurialism, about starting and growing a purpose-led business, marketing, communications, campaigning, PR, then you can expect my expert advice based on nearly three decades of doing those things. But if you come to me and ask me for my advice about employment law or setting up a trust or international accounting guidelines, well, whilst I may have an opinion about those things, I will always refer you to someone who is better able to give you much more useful information than I can. I have quite clear boundaries about the areas where I will offer advice and the areas where I will say, well, this is my opinion, but I'm going to refer you to this expert for that advice. But not everybody has those boundaries. And I'm sure that those experts are coming from the same place of goodwill and nurturing and care that your friends and family come from when you ask them for their opinion. And I'm sure it's not their intent to cause confusion or to create issues or problems for you. But that is what's happening because people who are not qualified to offer advice or to offer an opinion on issues like marketing strategy are doing so. And whilst they shouldn't, in my opinion, be doing it, the hard truth is that it's your responsibility. We each need to take responsibility for checking that the person we ask for advice has the experience and the expertise to offer it. And if they don't, 
then we need to set a clear boundary that says you are a phenomenal, I don't know, life coach, but you're not a marketing expert. And therefore, I'm not asking for your marketing advice. We need to take responsibility for who we go to for advice and for checking that they have the right expertise to offer it. Because here's the thing. If you ask somebody for their opinion, nine times out of 10, they will give it to you because most people love offering their opinion. Everybody does, in fact. And actually, most people genuinely want to be helpful. But pick your people carefully. Pick your experts carefully and make sure that the people you're asking for advice actually know what they're talking about. Because if not, you're going to get confused opinion as opposed to informed advice. And if you have multiple mentors, trainers, experts, coaches that are involved in your circle that you're interacting with in some way, I think that's a great thing. But be really clear about where you want the intervention and the advice and what role each of those people is fulfilling. So for example, maybe you have a business mentor whose job it is to advise you on business strategy. Brilliant. And then, I don't know, maybe you have some specific niche experts to support you with Facebook ads or creating funnels. Awesome. And maybe you're also working with a life coach or a counsellor or a healer. Again, fantastic. But in the same way that you wouldn't ask your mechanic for advice on baking, don't ask your coach for marketing advice. Their job is coaching. Their job is maybe helping you to sort out your limiting beliefs or tackle some unhelpful patterns in your behavior. That's their job. But don't ask them for business strategy advice. Get that from your business mentor because that is what she or he is qualified to offer. And that's their focus. Over the years, I have seen many clients and lots of people in this community get really confused because they're getting multiple inputs from multiple different experts, multiple different people, and they're not setting boundaries and saying, you're my coach or you're my healer or you're my business strategy expert or you're my marketing guru or you're my funnels expert. Stay in your lane. My invitation to you is simple. Spend some time this week looking at whose opinions you are listening to and asking for and the impact that those opinions are having on your confidence, on your joy, on your excitement about your business and on your ability to make progress. Think about the hierarchy of opinion and whether you're giving too much weight to opinions that whilst well-meaning are at the bottom of that ladder. And when it comes to getting advice, especially advice that you are paying for, you know, coaches, healers, counselors, mentors, training, marketing gurus, workshops, whatever it might be, double check that that person has the expertise to offer what they are offering and make sure that you are putting boundaries in place that encourage your experts to stay in their lane. Be really clear and really boundaried because that way you avoid getting confusing and conflicting advice from many sources that ends up pushing you into overwhelm and paralysis. Take control over the advice and opinions that you get and the advice that you choose to enact because ultimately it is your choice, your responsibility and your business. Besides which, it's time and you are ready to actually make a difference. 
Thank you for listening to the Actually Making a Difference podcast with me, Sarah Price. Come and join a community of purpose in our free and friendly Actually Making a Difference Facebook group. Because now that you're part of my world, you need never feel alone on this entrepreneurial journey. And you will always be welcome.